0: Well, we've reached the part of the year when the demand for, <clears throat> say, well really it's reeds, the demand for wreaths has outstripped my ability to tie them. And every year I, th- I know this is coming and I do my best to manage all the other All the other demands on my time, but but I don't always I can't always. It sometimes it doesn't make sense. So, for instance, the thing that happened this year was somebody reached out and wanted a big order of trees, and so instead of spending four, four extra hours tying reeds, which would have yielded me enough reeds that I would not have run out of reeds this week, I spent them um cutting trees. Now if I had tied reeds for four extra hours, I could have conceivably had about 600 to 800 dollars worth of reeds that I did not have. In that 600 to 800 hours, I was able to cut 1500 dollars worth of trees, which is why I did it. So it, I recognized what I was doing to myself. I had, I had very carefully set myself up so that I would have all the time I needed to um, to tie the reeds, so that I wouldn't be in this position. But then a better a better use of my time came along, and this brings us to a nice sink side of the road. Uh, This brings us to the topic I want to talk about, which is that you can't always be on top of everything in your life. Even if you have set things up so that you can be on top of everything, some new opportunity is going to come along that's going to throw out of whack all of your previous calculations of how you were spending your time and commitments, etc., maybe that new opportunity is something you can't pass up because financially it's just better it would be stupid of you not to take take that maybe it's something you can't pass up because it's a relationship that you really value and and it's important to value our relationships <clears throat> either way we we will inevitably find ourselves in a situation where The thing that we have set out to just be totally on top of, we're, we're not totally on top of. You know, I set out to be, t- like, to just completely have have enough wreaths that I just didn't run out of reeds. And yesterday I found myself multiple times with zero wreaths on the wall and I managed to claw my way back because there's surges and there's peaks and valleys of demand. And during the valleys I was able to build back stock so that I, you know, the wreath wall is mostly restocked but I don't have anything extra and I don't have enough greens. So I'm going to the farm early, about an hour earlier than I otherwise would so that I can harvest maybe two more bales of greens and and also uh, get a bunch of winterberry so that I'm ready for the day. The point is that it's okay to not be able to meet all of the demands that you have set upon yourself to meet. That happens all the time in life. And the thing that I think matters in terms of how you value yourself and also how others see how you're handling the situation is to simply be doing the best that you can right if I was out of reeds and and people wanted reads and they saw me just standing around then they might quite rightly feel like well that's a bummer you know I'm, 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 I wanted a wreath and Emmett didn't have any reads and man it just seemed like he just didn't you know, like, uh, it was just it would sour them to the situation, right? But if instead they see me frantically tying reeds as fast as I can, well, then that feels like I'm upholding that end of the social bargain. A, a, a business is a is a social bargain in which somebody sees that you are doing your best in ways that. We all agree on are important, and as long as it seems like you are doing your best, well then, okay. We're, we, people give you tremendous latitude. And sometimes doing your best means, I'm not working right now because I'm taking time with family, and, and expressing that and putting that out there, people will also give you that latitude, because by and large our culture agrees that spending time with family is important. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that doing your best is something that that you partly define yourself but is also partly a social construct that we mutually create with other people and and by mutually create I essentially mean... that we can kind of understand how something is going to be read by other people, right? It's not like I... It's not like I... It's not like I reach out to people and I say, Is this working for you that I'm tying wreaths frantically and that that makes you feel like... I'm really doing the best I can. No, I just I just know that that's that reads better. And if it didn't read well, I would un- I would see it. I would understand it and how people react. So you can look at a situation and understand how people react, and you can think about how you would react in that situation. And and I guess what I'm saying is that this provides a pretty decent litmus test for whether whether or not. Your best is good enough, right? I think there's this idea that, like, doing your best is all you can do. And maybe that's where you were expecting this episode to go, was, you know, me basically saying, you know, look, uh, you know, sometimes the best you can do is the best you can do, and that that is what it is. And people, you know, like, some people might not like it, but it is, you know, like, you're just gonna have to get on board. And I don't actually think that that's true. Right? And I don't think that that's how we functionally live our lives. I think we, the best we can do is also mediated by the relationships that are affected by those choices, right? So like last night, I was so exhausted that I, <laughs> I begged out of some stuff that still needed to happen and took an hour and a half nap on the couch. That was the best I could do. But it was only okay because my wife was okay with it she very graciously stepped up and and did the lion's share of, of stuff that needed to happen last night and that was not me saying the best I can do is the best I can do, sorry honey it was me begging out of a situation because I just didn't have it in me and she saw that and understood and, and graciously stepped up and that's what I mean, is that Figuring out the best you can do is never something that you do by yourself. It's always something that you do either in direct communication with someone, like a partner, or it is in um, unstated but nonetheless real communication with people like customers who are going to react in ways that you need to pick up on to understand whether or not the best that you are articulating, the best that you can do that you are articulating to people is resonating with people or not. I always go back to spoon carving because I think that's what a lot of you guys are if you're listening to this, but... The best you can do in terms of a spoon that you're carving and offering to the world is always a package deal of technically how good is it and also the price. And when somebody reacts to something, and is like, mm, not into it. What they're reacting to is that package deal. That is, if they're, if they're a potential customer, right? If you are trying to sell your work out in the world, well, that's a very different thing than if you are simply doing the best you can do and putting it out there you know, on Instagram and saying, hey, I carved this thing, and then people are gonna be like, that's awesome, great, good for you, but don't confuse that with the fact that a lot of times the best you can do if you're putting it out there as a, as a business that's a social contract with people and if the quality doesn't match the price then then you're going to get cues from people that it's it's not it's not worth it And you could, and even though it feels counterintuitive, somebody coming out to the farm, for instance, has paid a price to have a certain experience. They've paid a price in terms of their time and effort. Somebody shows up, they've had to drive. Maybe they've driven for 10 minutes, but more often they've driven for half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half. I've Had people drive for hours to come to the farm. So they've paid a price already. <clears throat> And, presumably, they know what, if they're driving that distance, presumably, they know what price the trees are going to be. Now the question is, does the quality of the experience match the price that they have paid and are anticipating paying? And a big part of that experience is how I act, how I'm behaving when they show up. If they show up and there's no wreaths on the wall, but they see that I'm working really hard and friendly and, and engaging and apologetic if they want something and trying to accommodate them if I can, well then the social contract is that the best that I can do is good enough to be worth the price that they've paid. But if I change my behavior I'm like, yeah, it's the best I can do, I'm sorry, you know, like, and I don't appear to be doing anything to make their situation better. And, it's, and, it's, and it is not what they, you know, it's not what they were hoping for. Wow, the farm is really beautiful right now. Hold on, I gotta back up and take a photo of this. <clears throat> There's a dusting of snow and it's just gorgeous. Well, if that's the case, then they could quite legitimately say, you know what? The best you're doing is not good enough for me. And, you know, I, I was hoping for, I was hoping for better, essentially. There we go. And, and I think, I think this is what we need to bear in mind, um, This is what we need to bear in mind in any situation in life that we find ourselves in. Is that... When we are deciding... our limits and what those limits should be, whether they're because we've reached some physical limit, or because we're trying to maintain a healthy balance what that limit and balance is and the story that it tells is something that we are always creating and telling in negotiation with the people who are affected by that choice and with all the people who are affected by that choice reaching out in tenuous webs of relationships out and out and out and out further and further and you could say that you don't like that, but tough. It is what it is. It is the reality of life. That That's how it works. And so I think it behooves us to keep that in mind. Because it seems to me like often that that reality is going to Make or break the success of the decision that we are making. I'm here at the farm, I gotta go tie. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> gotta go cut a bunch of greens. Boy, you can hear I'm kind of tired. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk tomorrow.